the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and I'm privileged to be the Director of Local Ministries at True Talk 800, KPTQ, El Rey, and 104.1 The Fish. And today I have the distinct privilege of interviewing my pal, Laura Almada, who is the Promotions Director of Salem Communications in Portland. So how are you today, Laura? I'm doing great. Thank you, Mike. Nice slow week and month for you. Oh, yeah. Easy. (laughs) Easy peasy. (laughs) Laura helped organize the incredible Pastors Masters that we just had recently, and it went off without a hitch. And I have to admit, I'm glad you were here to do this because I know nothing about golf whatsoever. The event may have been in Russian or Chinese because it was completely a different culture for me. But we had a great time. We hung out with a lot of good pastors. And if you are a pastor, make sure that you save the date of Friday, October 17th, for our Pastor Appreciation Breakfast with special guest keynote speaker, Raul Reese of Somebody Loves You. But, Laura, I really got to give you props. That event was just seamless and flawless. It was a beautiful day. Everybody had a great time. It was great working alongside our full staff out there and hopefully blessing the people who've given up their lives to to bless others in the case of the pastors. And something else that's pretty big is Fish Fest going on this Saturday at Riverfront Park in Salem. So that's one of the main reasons I wanted to have you in particular on today, not simply as a promotions director, but as a wife and as a mother of a young child and as a family woman. So would you like to give us any background on how you came to this cluster of stations in the first place as we prepare for Fish Fest this Saturday in Salem? Sure. Um, well, I've been in the Salem communications family for eight years. Um, before being here in Portland, I worked at the stations up in Seattle. Uh, so we've got a lot of a lot of friends up there and um, have have known the Salem family for a few years. So working for this company has been great and Um, Like I said, it's a family more than anything. Um, Before then, I I was living in eastern Washington, and before then, I came from northern Mexico. So our family, uh, my dad was a pastor, and we brought up a church up to eastern Washington, and then from then on went to school at University of Washington in Seattle, and that's kind of how I came about the you know, the route down to Portland eventually. So um, uh, I was married, uh, got married in May 2011, with my husband who also works for the, for the Spanish station. And then he got transferred down to Portland. And that's kind of how I came, came along as well. So. so in a very roundabout way, we're very thankful that God delivered you to us because if I had to make up one term that summed up Laura Ahmad, it would be grace under pressure. Because having worked in promotions for a Christian music network before, I know the stuff that goes on firsthand and how things change on the fly and how things get canceled. And you can have the best laid plans itemized out and still have things change on you. And yet still, you're really quite good at keeping your cool and just moving things along. Thank so. you. Well, it's it, it really does have to do with what team you have alongside of you as well. Um, and that's what we have here. We, we definitely have a team. And so you're never, you never feel alone. Um, amidst the, the stress and last minute changes, there's always someone there to help out. So 
Well, that's for sure. You know what? Even though we're buds, I did not remember that you were a pastor's kid. So how was it growing up? Was there a lot of added pressure on you? Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I was... I kind of there's there's not a term out there for this, but I call myself it was more of a pastor's teenager because I was not I did not grow up a pastor's kid. I became a, a pastor's kid when I was 15 years old. So for me, imagine that being a pastor's kid is definitely there so is that pressure. So your dad wasn't a pastor all of all of your no, life. No, not all of my life. So that was a definite uh, life change right there. Um, obviously, the pressure and then, you know, your teenage years aren't all, always the the easiest and being in a new country altogether. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was fun, but it definitely was a it was a culture change. It was a, a life change, a lifestyle change, um, a lot of changes for our family um, during those years. But uh, I'll have to say it definitely shaped who we all are now and I'm thankful for those for those times. That's some big uprooting, not just starting a church, but moving to another country to right. do so. So how did your father's actions and faith speak to your own heart? Oh well they were a great example. Like I said, it was tough because I was young and all I wanted was my friends and I was in a new country and you know, that was a tough transition, but it really it really helped me seeing him lead the example of you know, we're we're a family. We're doing this together, and um, and you know, leading a church and starting from zero. It, it really gave me a lot of uh, great examples of how I can apply that now, even in my job. You know, sometimes you have nothing and you make something out of it, and that's that's kind of what I learned from my dad. And, you know, as parents, we often look at the other side of the fence and see the grass is greener and. Unfortunately, especially in this environment, we want to keep up with the Joneses, and we shouldn't. We should just try to be the best parents that we can be. And who knows? Maybe you're blessed to be able to take your kid down to Disney for a week. God bless you. If you want Mm -hmm. spares, let me know. I'd be happy to accompany you. (laughs) And sometimes the opportunities are different. Maybe it's just taking your kid to the store with you to buy milk and the conversations you have on the car ride alongside that. So. One opportunity that I'm very proud to announce is probably um, the most family-friendly thing to come in our area in a very long time would be Fish Fest. Yes. And tell us about your experience with Fish Fest over the years. Um, Overall, it has been such a great event to be involved in. One, because, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes that you don't see the day of the event, and that's really fun to kind of see it unfold. Um, long hours, however, they are, it's just great to see the outcome at the end. And, but I think the one thing that I would pick out of above everything about the event is once you see the people enjoying themselves that day, the family, the fellowship on the day of the concert, that's, that's priceless. And that's something that I always just, some, I take a moment, take a minute to just stand at the event. Cause I'm hardly ever just sitting down or anything. We're running sure. around, um, and just kind of take in, you know, the, the fellowship and and the, and the families that are there and that they're enjoying themselves. And that's the best thing you can take out, you know, out of planning an event. It's just seeing everybody enjoy themselves and really have a great family time. Um, this is an event where it's it just, you know, it's family. It just has that all over um, from the vendors that we have there, from the food, from the artist, from the staff, you know, it's just family. And, uh, and I think that's the best thing, just kind of seeing everybody really enjoying themselves. You've got a wisdom of old people, so it's really nice to see that in your young, spry self. So we'd be remiss if we didn't mention who is playing at Fish Fest this year. So 
Here we go. It's going to be at Riverfront Park in Salem this Saturday, August 16th, featuring the music of rapper Trip Lee, the incredible Brit Nicole, who not only is phenomenal on the microphone, but she really has a heart yeah. for teenage girls in particular. And her voice is just incredible. Yeah, rock fans like me are going to be very happy to see Red perform live. And then our co-headliners are Jeremy Camp and Mercy Me. So that's quite a lineup our friend and concert connection, James Blind, put together this year. He went out of his way to get fewer acts so that each could have a longer set and at the same time, lower ticket prices. So I'm really quite psyched about that. Mm-hmm. So if you had to pick one where you could go on a break and just be able to not be the promotions director, but be able to be a concert goer and relax. Okay. What one would you pick out of that five? I'm going to go with a loud one. I'll go with the red. Really? <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. Not, I would not have guessed that. Yeah. I really, really, yeah, they're great. I've seen them perform once before. Not the whole set. I was just kind of back, you know, back in the scenes working, but I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy their show. And um, yeah, I, I would go with them for me. I'm a big fan growing up, listening to a lot of, forgive me, 80s hairband rockers. I'm a big fan of those who can not only sound good on the radio, but really bring it live. And yep. Red is a fun band to watch. Mm-hmm. So if you like bands who are visually fun, like Newsboys, like Skillet, if you see a Red concert, you're not going to be bored. You will not be Correct. bored at all. You're going to be very entertained. It's going to be loud. And what's really neat is uh, we do think about you as our audience is being family people. So, yes, we have earplugs. Yes, there will be earplugs for sale there if you need to get them. Um, you can. That's when you can take your break and maybe go get some dinner, you know, or check out our booths or from our vendors. So there are options for you. You don't, you know, if you prefer to sit through one of your favorite artists, you can do that and you can go and there's other activities. There's going to be um, there's going to be a kids area with bounce houses for the kids if they want to take a break during that time. Uh, there'll be plenty to do. Yes, yeah, send them to the bounce houses, wear them out. So when you want to rock to Red and Triple E and Mercy Me, they'll be all subdued and exhausted on a yeah. nice sunny day in Oregon, right? If you'd like more information on Fish Fest, Saturday, August 16th at Riverfront Park in Salem, we've got it posted all over the place at thefishportland.com. And when we return to Difference Makers, more with our very special guest, Laura Omada on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and my friend Laura Almada is the promotions director of True Talk 800 93.9 KPDQ and, of course, 104.1 The Fish, hosting Fish Fest this Saturday, August 16th, Riverfront Park in Salem. It is a show not to be missed. So, Laura, not only are you an awesome promotions director and friend, but you're also a wife and a mother. So refresh us on what different things you would drag Diego to. An adorable, cute little boy who's just filled with life and he's always got a gleam in his eye. What suggestions do you have for moms, for families, for dads bringing their kids to Fish Fest this year? What options do we have and what suggestions would you have? Um, the great thing about Fish Fest is that um, we're, at a, we're, we're at a park where you can bring your blanket, you can bring some low back chairs where you can sit so i would encourage to bring that in um you know for young kids make sure you get some sunscreen with you um make sure you've got their essentials especially if they're toddlers and they're still in diapers and things like that all moms out there know what to pack and you know just pack double for the day um but they will i would say just things that would make them comfortable um comfortable shoes 
um, as they'll be running around. The good thing is that we're we're out in open field. It's very family friendly, so you don't have to contain them to a chair because I know that's impossible for my two year old. You know, to sit down <laughs> in one place. There'll be places to run. It'll be safe. There'll be security there. Um, you know, there'll be areas. We have gone above and beyond to make sure that everything is safe. For all the kids, um, but I would definitely just keep in mind, you know, those those things that moms kind of think, you know, sunscreen, all their essentials, comfortable shoes, bring a blanket where they can lay down. You know, maybe some of them will take a little nap, you know, even though there's music going on. Sure. It's nice and comfortable and it'll be a nice day. So um, those are just the few things that are to- off the top of my head that I can think of. Now, unlike past Fish Fest events, this one's going to be down at Salem at Riverfront Park. We are the state capital. We're easy to find. We're easy to get to. But we're going to have people coming from, say, NorCal or the Couve, Washington State, all over the state of Oregon. And our pal James Blend knows about where all these ticket sales are coming from. So that's kind of neat. So can you tell us about parking this year? Do we have to worry about shelling out for that or what? No. The great thing about this year is that parking is free. Um, We are very close to downtown Salem, which has plenty of street parking, which will also be free all day long. Um, There will be designated parking lots um, that are going to be for our event, and those are free as well. So, I mean, I do advise... You know, the the earlier you get there, the closer you'll be to the to the park. However, even if you get there in the middle of the day and you park two or three blocks away, it's not so far of a walk. So um, but the good thing is free of charge. So you can don't have to worry about, you know, setting some money aside for that. So that's going to be great. Well, as someone who lives in Salem with his family, I love Salem, actually. And it's a nicer part of town. They're great places to park and walk around. And uh, I think um, the majority of people will be coming from the parkade as if they were shopping at Salem Center because it's only, what, a block, block and a half away is walk. And it's a lot easier than trying to fight for the limited street parking that you're going to have. And thanks to the grace of God, the lineup, and the convenience, this is going to be our biggest one ever. In fact, uh, the last ticket count had, we have already sold more tickets in advance for this Fish Fest than any prior Fish Fest in the Portland market. So that's really exciting. And if you were going to walk up, I mean, how early would you suggest arriving if you haven't gotten around to getting your tickets yet? You know, um, we for sure can guarantee we'll have tickets, but we do, you know, doors open at 1 for general admission. And so I would I would suggest getting there around noon to make sure you, you can get your ticket and then get in line because there will be a line for you to for you to get in. Um, assume when you get there, they'll see a line. So you get your ticket and you get in line. Um, but um, but honestly, I mean, we've got we've got capacity for up to 8000. So we will have tickets for sure. But it's a matter of how quick you want to get in to the sure. event. So we will we have great staff that are going to be scanning tickets and getting people in quickly. So we will do our best at that. But uh, I, I just advise everybody to get there early. I mean, there's plenty to do, so you don't have to worry about, you know, do I have to stand around? There'll be plenty to see, plenty to do. Um, So come early and just hang out with us for the day. It ought to be nice and dry as the national weather service is estimating that for Saturday, it'll be mostly sunny with a high of 83 degrees. And whatever scattered showers we're seeing throughout the week ought to be done by Thursday night. So it'll have all day Friday to dry off and just be kind of perfect. It's been hot of late. It's been the rare air conditioning night. So we've actually had to turn the AC on. So thankfully, by Saturday, it ought to be just about perfect. Yes. So tell us about 
what you like most about Fish Fest? Is it the music? Is it the activities? The fact that you're getting your family out there? Or just seeing the satisfaction of people being able to listen to some great music heard on 104.1 The Fish? I think it's a combination of all of the of those things you mentioned. Um, but it, yeah, it's the it's the family atmosphere, really, and the music, of course. But really, it's just it's just the atmosphere of family and fellowship. And if you had to pick next year's artists, who would be on your personal shortlist? Let's just say time, money, and space were all irrelevant, and um, none of the artists have played here recently, so it's not like overkill. Got it. Um, I'll give you one artist. I'll say Switchfoot. It's one of the ones I would love to see. There's another one that's great live. Anyone else? Oh, gosh. As a product of the 80s, I would love to see Striper. I don't actually see it happening, but I got to put it out there because yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a yellow and black fan right. until death. Well, <laughs> and I, I'm like the other person. I mean, Jars of Clay are always going to be a top, but I know they don't. They don't play so much anymore So as far as the live shows. so Another one that's good live. Regarding just being safe for the whole family – as a mom, does that make you proud to work for a station like 104.1 The Fish and do these events that allow family people to just get together and fellowship, have a good time together and be entertained all at once? Oh, yeah, that most definitely. I mean, I mean, my son is still young, but I'm sure in a few years I'll participate in a lot of more more of the things that we do. But just just driving in the car and flipping through stations, you know. I always I have my kid in my car now, you know, and it's it's very different when it's just you driving and when you've got your two or three year old in the back and they they're starting to understand a lot of things. Sure, and, and, starting and as to, parents, what are we putting in front of oh, them? Yeah. What are we feeding them? Yeah, well, and they start repeating words, and then you're they start recognizing songs, and then you you know you start realizing well they understand a whole lot more. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, the, so and definitely proud to work for a station that I know. I can safely turn on the radio in my car when I have my kid and, you know, know that's going to be all good. So speaking about parenting, when you and Carlos got married or you became serious about each other, did you ever discuss how many kids you might want to have down the line the Lord <laughs> yes, provided? goodness. And we come from a Hispanic family, so that definitely always puts a large number. We're known for that. Uh, but we we definitely, um, well, I mean, my my parents had eight siblings each, you know, and so you think about that and we are three kids in my family. Um, but uh, we definitely went with the, with, the, with two. We definitely want them to have, I want my son Diego to have a, a sibling for sure and you know, we'll see. You can ask me in a year what we if that n- number changes, but I think we're both at that number right now. Mm-hmm. Having two is is our is our number, so we'll see. How do you like being the mom of of a of a son versus mother of a daughter? Do you do you enjoy having a having I a boy? D- I do. Oh, I really do. He is he is he's a joy, and I just um, we have a good relationship, and I can already see that growing. And he has a different relationship with his dad, and so we have a special relationship. But I really, I really do enjoy um, having a boy. Well, there's a lot of fun. There's a bit of a stereotype that the oldest girl is often closer to the dad, and the oldest boy is often closer to the mom. Do you think there's any truth to that, Laura? I'd say probably a little bit. I had that. I mean, I have an older brother, and he's much closer to my mom, and I, I was much closer to my dad. So. Um, I could see that. I could see that happening. So what's been uh, the most surprising, eye-opening thing that you've found being a mom for the first time? Just the, I mean, and everybody will probably who's a parent will understand. It's the kind of, it's a different kind of love. It's that love that you have. You can't really explain it. It's, you can't explain it. It's like 
it's just unexplainable love that you have for this person, for this human being that's now under your care. Um, and the love that they have for you. I mean, the, you know, the trust and the unconditional love that they have for you. And, you know, you can't get that anywhere. Sure. And as, as family in Christ, we know that our, our number one love should be the Lord. And our number two love should be our spouse. And then after that, it should be our kids and everything else. But I think for me personally, as a dad, there's a different kind of love I have for my kids because I'm all they've ever known. Whereas my wife had a life before me. So, yes, I prioritize my love for Pam above my love for my kids. But but like you, I have to echo that sentiment. There's really nothing quite like that. So you seem like a really good parent for what it's worth. And Diego seems like a very happy child and hopefully he'll be having a good time at events that we have that are family friendly like fish fest coming up saturday the 16th at riverfront park in salem so do you have any last tips as a mom of a youngster of what you ought to make sure not to forget if there's one thing you got to make sure that's in your diaper bag if you've got young ones what would you bring um just your your double your essentials what you usually have just Get a little bit of extra in there. It's always good to have a little bit of extra of everything. <laughs> and do you ever uh, really have enough change of clothes? No, really. It's like you're you a one know, P out for being just having a, a bad day if you don't have a spare set of clothes right, with you, right? Right. I, yeah, exactly. So an extra pair of clothes, an extra pair of everything. <laughs> so Laura Amada, Promotions Director of Salem Communications Portland, I want to thank you, my friend, so much for coming on today just to kind of give us an idea of what to expect at this year's Fish Fest how to get it done and get it done right to best enjoy our day and ideally listen to music that points people toward Christ. So maybe you've got that next door neighbor or your kid's buddy who's not doing anything this Saturday. You know what? It's an inexpensive ticket. Why don't you bring them out? So Laura, anything you want to close with about Fish Fest? You know, I just would like to invite everybody. It's going to be a great family event, great weather, great food, uh, lots of activities to do there, great music more than anything, and uh, just a great time to come and meet some new people, too. You know, there's going to be people from all over. Um, they're going to be different families, different, all kids of all ages. Um, so I encourage everybody to, you know, if you're free this Saturday to come join us, um, come hang out with us for the day. Um, there'll be food, there'll be There'll be activities for kids to do. There'll be live music throughout the day. So just a fun, fun day. Um, Bring your blanket, bring your chair, come hang out with us, you know, at the park. And uh, so it's going to be this Saturday at Riverfront Park in Salem. And it's going to, doors open at one o'clock. And we have music and activities and food up until 930 that night. So come join us. Sounds like fun. Trip Lee, Britt Nicole, Red, Jeremy Camp, and Mercy Me will be at this year's Fish Fest. And if you're at the event, you got your smartphone, post some good pictures. I love seeing what's going on all day long at hashtag FishFestPDX. Thank you so much, my friend Laura Amata, for coming on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. My name is Mike Lee, and I want to share some great news with you. Not only did we come off a great Pastors Masters event, but golf fans are going to want to know about the Sun 100 Golf Marathon to benefit Serving Our Neighbors. If you'd like more information, go to the website servingourneighbors.org. The event is Saturday, September 6th at 7 a.m. with breakfast and lunch included to play your 100 holes of golf. Again, that's servingourneighbors.org. I also want to remind you that the Portland event is right around the corner for I Still Do, coming to the Moda Center on Saturday, August 23rd. 
there's still time to encourage people to come on out, build and strengthen your marriage. Remember, if you're a full-time pastor, you can get a scholarship to go with your spouse absolutely free with more information at familylife.com slash pastor. And a very special BOGO deal is currently in effect through Monday the 18th. BOGO standing for buy one, get one. So you can get your tickets at half price to take your loved one to I Still Do at the Moda Center. In fact, why don't you invite another couple to come with you? Our very special guests in the studio today are Larry Povolt and his wife, Sherry Povolt. We've got this event coming up, and it's called I Still Do. It's from our friends at Family Life. Of course, you know about our sister station, 93.9 KPDQ, airing Family Life today with Dennis Rainey, a brilliant, godly man and speaker. Now, Family Life Today airs on KPDQ-FM weekdays at 9.30, also at 1 a.m. for Unite House. And there's also another program called Family Life Weekend, which airs Saturdays at 1 a.m. So after you're out painting the town with your loved one, you can listen at 1 a.m. on 93.9 KPDQ. Larry, what exactly is I Still Do? A lot of us are familiar with Weekend to Remember and Art of Marriage, but what exactly is I Still Do and why Portland? Well, I Still Do is a, a one-day event where we get to uh, come together and celebrate marriage, celebrate uh, marriage and God's design. And we also come to encourage and uh, give training for people. Um, you know, no matter where you are in your marriage, whether your marriage is uh, thriving or just surviving, we always need input. You know, being personally dedicated to our marriage means sometimes we go to events like this. And so the idea behind I Still Do is not only to celebrate marriage, but also to give some encouragement and training to the couples who might attend. And then we're also looking to see um, or help people to be equipped for maybe impacting other marriages too. You know, there's a big problem going on in our country right now with the uh, marriages falling apart left and right and families uh, kind of struggling with that. And something that I frequently say is everybody looks good on Sunday. And you don't know what's going on behind closed doors at your friends, neighbors. At times, sadly, our own marriages go through things so tell us about how you got involved, Larry and Sherry, with family life in the first place. Well, I'll start with that. Maybe Sherry can add a little bit in a minute. Um, we have been familiar with family life for a number of years. We attended a, a weekend to remember ourselves back in the late 80s. Uh, we've really appreciated the message that comes through through the weekend to remember and then uh, some subsequent materials that they put out. But for Sherry and me, we've been involved in the marriage ministry, if you will, for a number of years. We've served as associate pastor in, a, in a several different churches, but we've always been a married, involved with uh, young couples and or a couple starting off in marriage, doing a lot of premarital counseling, this and that. Now, is that in the area? Well, uh, we've served in a number of different churches, mostly in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, we've uh, we've been involved in uh, not only encouraging young marriages, but helping uh, couples down the way who uh, maybe uh, you know, end up with a little bit of trouble or troubles in their marriages. And also, we've involved ourselves a lot with parenting issues, helping people in their family lives and stuff. So when did you start with family life? Well, we started four years ago with family life. We uh, we felt uh, that this was a time in our life when God was encouraging us to get more involved in helping families. And uh, so we're completely dedicated to what we're doing in helping marriages and families through this particular ministry. For those of us less familiar with the annual weekend to remember that some of our listeners have attended and just raved about, can you mm-hmm. give us a background on that and why this year, we're going to do something different with I Still Do coming to Portland. 
Well, that's great. Uh, Mike, what's, uh, what's happening with Family Life is the last three or four years, we, we realized that although we can touch 100, 120,000 people through our Weekend to Remember, which, is, which has been really our flagship for years, we've been doing it for over 30 years, we also realized that there's over a million and a half divorces that are happening each year. I still do gives us an opportunity not only to touch more people in a large one-day event. It's a little bit more affordable than the Weekend to Remember with a one-day event. But it also gives us that opportunity to uh, expose people to places and opportunities where they can also reach out to their friends and their neighbors. Most people that come to an, a, a Weekend to Remember will say something like this, Gee, I wish John and Mary were here. And uh, After we, the fact, yeah, when it's too late yeah, to invite exactly, them, right? Exactly. So, so uh, through uh, not only our Weekend to Remember, but through the I Still Do, we're giving opportunities for people to see there's resources out there, resources that we have in family life, but also other resources that have been out there that are uh, that are really good. You know, love and respect as an, as a tool that people are using today. I love that one personally. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's good. So I still do is given an opportunity to really uh, maybe expand or multiply the effect and and uh, raise up more people who will be home builders and uh, and God may call them to reach out to their friends and their neighbors and their family who they know uh, maybe need some input into their marriage. And I'm going to throw another bone at you, listeners, for one more excuse to come to I Still Do. Um, Andrew Peterson is a delightful musician, and I believe he feels called to not go touring anymore, and yet he's going to be here at I Still Do, won't he? Yes, yes. And we have uh, several artists that will be here, and uh, not only uh, there'll be a fun day, and not only we'll have some Christian artists and great worship and stuff, but we have some. We have a comedian couple that will be here, and also um, a couple that does some drama. So there'll be uh, there'll be some entertaining, if you will. Although uh, the marriage topic isn't something just just for fun and entertainment, but it'll be some good ways of communicating. It'll, it'll be a great day. It won't necessarily be eight hours of strict uh, lecturing. It's going to be. Uh, great worship and entertainment and comedy to mix it up along with, ideally, the love of Christ through building these marriages. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go to istilldo.com. Now, this one-day marriage event strengthens your marriage, rekindles your romance, maybe points things out to you and launches some conversations that you've been avoiding. That happens a lot with me and my wife. Anyway, it's going to be right here at the Moda Center in Portland, Saturday, August 23rd, with a follow-up afterwards, not just at this one-day event, but at Family Life's Art of Marriage, which is going to be hosted at a horde of churches throughout the country, including the Pacific Northwest. You may have attended an Art of Marriage in the past, but while the one-day event is a great thing to attend, we really also want you to plug in locally as well. So this isn't a one-and-done deal. Hope that you got what you were supposed to and then roll the dice until the next one comes along. That being said, Portland was very specially chosen for the I Still Do event. How many of these are going on across the country? This year we're doing three. We're doing one here, we're doing one in Chicago, and also Washington, D.C. Oh, that's and, fantastic. And let me mention this, too. The Washington, D.C. one will also be simulcast so that uh, people all across the world will be able to join in in that particular one. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That is a good one. So in our last minute here, before we take a break, uh, I just want to remind you, I'm speaking with Larry Povote and Sherry Povote. Larry is the home builder field representative of family life throughout the greater Northwest region. If you'd like to give him a call, you may at 503-873-9474. Send him an email at lpolvote at familylife.com. That's L-P-O-L-V-O-G-T at familylife.com. 
If you're a full-time pastor, you can get a scholarship to go with your spouse absolutely free with more information at familylife.com slash pastor. And a very special BOGO deal is currently in effect through Monday the 18th. BOGO standing for buy one, get one. So you can get your tickets at half price to take your loved one to I Still Do at the Moda Center. In fact, why don't you invite another couple to come with you? More information can be found at the website istilldo.com slash Portland. And you are listening to Difference Makers right here on True Talk 800. Larry Polvolt and his lovely wife Sherry are with Family Life. They are bringing I Still Do to the Moda Center. That's coming up Saturday, August 23rd. If you're a full-time pastor, you can get a scholarship to go with your spouse absolutely free with more information at familylife.com slash pastor. And a very special BOGO deal is currently in effect through Monday the 18th. BOGO standing for buy one, get one. So you can get your tickets at half price to take your loved one to I Still Do at the Moda Center. In fact, why don't you invite another couple to come with you? Go to istilldo.com. Sherry, tell us about some of the things you're excited about for I Still Do coming up. I think it's a wonderful opportunity for people to rekindle their romance and encourage one another to draw close to the Lord and their families as well. Tell me some of the highlights that you're most looking forward to at I Still Do. There are going to be excellent venues of uh, music, uh, laughter, and just encouragement of life and romance with your spouse. And it's, um, it's something that's not offered on a regular basis in a lot of places. Even in our churches, sometimes we don't have that. But we really feel like this is an opportunity for pastors, families, churches, everyone to come together and see how we can encourage our marriages. And that's what I felt like um, when we started working with this organization, that we wanted to see families come together and find relational intimacy with one another and with their spouse. What can we do to stay on track and focus, to seek Christ first and prioritize with our spouse just after him? before worrying about the things of this world? Well, it's easy for us as people in general to just get focused on life. Life moves on so quickly and our kids grow so quickly and our families just end up going all different directions. And I think it's so easy to not prioritize with God first, spouse, family, and then whatever else. But it's real easy to... Um, forget the priorities and do the wrong things in a relationship and not focus on the Lord first in your personal relationship, which I think is key. Yeah, sometimes what happens is you get so busy with life, like Sherry was saying, that you just begin to neglect, not on purpose, but you just neglect putting into your marriage, taking weekends away, doing date nights, doing things that really will help uh, stimulate that uh, intimacy that God designed for us. But we move to isolation in our marriages without even intentionally wanting to do it. So tell us about yourselves. Where did you meet? How long have you been married? We've been married 43 years. We have two grown married children and seven grandchildren. That's fantastic. For, for what is, I'm not just saying this to butter you up. You, you don't look old enough to be married that long. So, <laughs> well, thank you, Mike. I didn't even thank have you. to pay you to say something. There you go. <laughs> oh, would you have, have had I asked? I should have have taken you up on that. (laughs) (laughs) At least gotten some chocolate or coffee out of the deal. Yeah. 
So where did you meet in the first place? Well, we met in college. We were we went to University of Northern Colorado. I was uh, playing basketball there on a scholarship, and uh, Sherry, I, I saw at um, a Campus Crusade meeting first, and then I saw her at a couple other places. She actually was uh, uh, dating a friend of mine that I played basketball with. And oh, how a, funny. Noticed her with him. I noticed her more than him, by the way. <laughs> so did you stay friends with this basketball friend who used to date your wife? No, I'm afraid Chet got put by the wayside. Uh, okay. Well, uh, it looks it looks like you went with the right person. Oh, absolutely. Out of absolutely. That bearing, yeah. So I know yeah. I definitely did. <laughs> well, good for you. So so did each of you grow up in Christian homes or what? Well, I grew up in a Christian home. We we attended church, but I, I really didn't know the Lord personally myself until I was almost 16 years old. I understood who Jesus was, but it wasn't a personal thing for me. And so uh, once I understood that and I saw I saw the difference that Christ was making in some other people's lives, the people of my own age, uh, then it really was attractive to me, and I wanted to find out what that was all about. So what changed, may I ask? You grew up in this church going home, and mm-hmm. it was all nice enough. It's a bit cultural. It's a bit historical all at once. But it, it wasn't a personal thing until what? What mentoring type spoken to your life? Was it a youth group? Was it a trip? Did God wake up in the middle of the night or what? Well, as happens with a lot of people, you know, I was coming through, going through my own little crisis, uh, having a lot of success in basketball. I found one year where I had, had a few injuries and, and now my life direction of being a professional basketball player just was not going to happen. It didn't look like, and through that crisis, I began to notice some of uh, my peers who were, had a lot of joy in their life. And that was very attractive to me because you know, we all had problems. We all have problems today. But I saw that their joy was rising them above those particular situations. And so that was attractive to me, and I wanted to know more about it. So I started attending a, a little club that they had, a Campus Life Club. And uh, the message about having a personal relationship with Christ came through loud and clear. It's as if the seeds were planted, but at age 16, you were finally ready. Right, right. Absolutely. How about you, Sherry? I, on the other hand, came to the Lord at a very early age when I was five, um, lived in a home where Christ was not the center, but he was definitely made available to us. And our neighbors invited my sister and I to Sunday school. And I attended Sunday school with that family until my parents became so curious about what we were learning and coming home with that they too started going and that's how it all started. But, um, I really committed my life to the Lord, not until I was 14. And then, um, at that time discovered, I really thought I would probably want to be a missionary (laughs) at that time. I thought I would want to go to Africa, but as it turned out, I get to be a, a missionary with family life. And that's just even more important in my heart. (laughs) <laughs> kind of like musicians or athletes, we all often have to fight a natural jealousy of someone else's strength or story or testimony. So back in New York at WMCA, WWDJ, our, our sister stations, we once had this music pastors event and Don Moen spoke. Do you remember? God will make a way where there seems to be no mm-hmm. way. Anyway, so Don Moen's there and he was telling us about this concert he did with Fred Hammond and Radical for Christ. And he said, God, I wish I was more like Fred Hammond. And God kind of answered him saying, you're Don Moen and you bring certain things. And Fred Hammond's Fred Hammond and he brings different things. So you often hear someone's testimony like I was in the deepest dregs of society and ex-heavy metal drug dealing coke addict or something. And the Lord delivered me. And it's hard not to be jealous of that to some degree. But God uses whom he uses in whatever capacity you're in. 
So maybe you work for a Christian radio station. You've got an incredible opportunity. Maybe you work for a church or a ministry or for family life, or maybe you're just a good neighbor to the guy next door or the woman across the street or the parent of the kid who plays softball or soccer with your kid. My old church had a great sign. It was above the exits, and it said, you are now entering the mission field. So I want to encourage listeners to just think about the tool that God's put in your hand and the people that he's put in front of you. I'm talking about the person in front of you or next to you right now. Maybe it's at church. Maybe it's in your neighborhood. Maybe it's at work or school. And maybe pray, God, how can you use me to build up this person next to me? and his or her marriage in this case. And I still do is just one of many tools available to us here in the Northwest. So if you had to pick one of the things about the I Still Do event coming up that you're most looking forward to, what would that be for you, Larry? You know, Mike, it's right along the same lines you're talking about, that, that God does gift us and brings interest to our hearts that um, that we want to, that if we would just maybe pursue, we can really make a difference in uh, his kingdom work and in other people's lives. And so one of the things I'm really excited about for I Still Do is that very thing, is there's going to be opportunities for people to maybe rise up to the occasion and maybe they can make a difference in someone else's life. They can bring encouragement, maybe they become a mentor, maybe they run a small group. And these things are going to be presented there as opportunities for, with some resources and even coaching so that people can actually use their gifts and use their passion to touch other people's lives. You can hang out in the same building as LaMarcus Aldridge and uh, Damian Lillard uses their office at the Moda Center on Saturday, August 23rd, not to play hoops like Larry Povolt is known to do or was known to do back in his college days, but to invest in your marriage. I Still Do is a one-day event, which is not only fun, but it's also very informational. And we're not simply talking about those who are married for a little while. We're talking about people who've been married for decades, like Larry and Sherry Povalt. We're also talking about couples who are maybe engaged. Do we call pre-engaged or courting or dating something serious? If you think that you may be marrying the person you're seeing right now, you do want to go to this. You do want to invest your time because marriage is important and it counts, and it's also hard work. Absolutely. Laying a foundation uh, early on in your marriage. You know, I've done premarital counseling for a number of years, and laying a foundation like that is so very important, laying a foundation on how to communicate, how to deal with conflict in a healthy way, even how to handle your finances. Well, there's a lot of great principles that are going to be taught and shared and, and, and put through in a drama presentation that will really help lay a foundation for those who are thinking about getting married or engaged or just early on in their marriage. So, yeah, that's a great place to get started. That's a great place to come to. So what is your heart on this, Sherry, about the whole I Still Do event? If you had to pick one couple or one group or one demographic of the Portland metropolitan area, or, or heck, for the whole West Coast when it comes down to it, because this is the West Coast event for I Still Do, who would you love to see show up in droves? I would like to see couples that have been married for 15, 20 years. Um, all, like Larry said, it's good for all ages. But And it's good for marriages that are good, bad, or ugly, if you want to look at it that way. But <clears throat> I would mostly like to see people that are in those years when their children are starting to grow and get ready to leave home. And, and here they are looking at each other going, okay, now what? And those couples really can get some encouragement from this I Still Do event because they do still love their spouse. They just need to be encouraged to, to keep going and keep learning more about them and grow together. 
and it'll be a fun event, too. Can you mm-hmm. recap some of the attractions or events you're looking forward to, Larry? Well, you know, there'll be there'll be some great worship there, for for one thing. And, um, you know, it's always fun to come together and worship God. I remember going to some Promise Keeper events and uh, Women of Faith events. There'll be a, a day like that where it's just, just outright fun. We'll have a, 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 a drama couple there that's... Um, their their names are Axel Renewal and uh, they Jim and Carol Shores are their names and they're going to be presenting some things in a very fun way and then there's also a comedian that will be there um, a comedian couple actually and they they just um, uh, opportunities to laugh and maybe make fun of some of the mistakes we've made in our marriage and but also look at uh, some great principles of how to correct some of those mistakes so yeah uh, there's a there's a variety of things that will be happening that day in the teaching and fun things. If you're a full-time pastor, you can get a scholarship to go with your spouse absolutely free with more information at familylife.com slash pastor. And a very special BOGO deal is currently in effect through Monday the 18th. BOGO standing for buy one, get one. So you can get your tickets at half price to take your loved one to I Still Do at the Moda Center. In fact, why don't you invite another couple to come with you? This August 23rd event at the Moda Center, it's called I Still Do. To get in touch with Larry Polvote, email him at lpolvogt at familylife.com. And you can still find more information on I Still Do at istilldo.com. Thank you so much, Sherry and Larry Polvote, for joining us, not just about family life and I Still Do, but about sharing your stories here on Difference Makers. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. You're listening to True Talk 800. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.